0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with November 18th and 20th, 1910, pages 52 and 54. November 18th, 1910. For their sake, I consecrate myself so that they too may be consecrated in truth. That's from John chapter 17, verse 19. As we try to reach perfection ourselves, as we ourselves make an effort to become holier, we must not forget the sanctification of others. We must try to attract others to God and to exert a good influence on them. We should first begin at home among those closest to us those with whom we live, then go out to others outside our immediate circle. Each one of us should be vitally concerned not only with our own progress in holiness, but also that we become a support for others in their spiritual life, a beacon of light to those struggling to become more perfect. Not only should we see to it that our own community be well organized and well ordered, but we should make an effort to gather and unite others around us to work together for the good of the church and of souls. November twentieth, 1910. An idea came to me about the best means to adopt in order to revive the flagging spirit of a religious community. Having noticed that one thing or another is not quite as it should be in a community, how should one go about correcting it and setting things right? In such cases, the following phenomenon can usually be detected. Everything and everyone is criticized. The entire fault is is attributed to superiors, to the rules, or to all kinds of circumstances. Complaints and accusations go on incessantly. Often the so-called zealous and exemplary religious have become the bitterest critics and fault-finders. What good is that? The spirit becomes even more negative. Factions form, fostering hate and rivalry. Hate, like any other passion, clouds the mind and embitters the heart. Non commotione spiritus dei, the Spirit of God is not found in commotion and restlessness. Such a course of action will hardly lead to anything positive. How, then, should we go about restoring the life of the community or at least correcting abuses? It seems to me that the following method would be most effective. The, members who discovered, the member who discovered and became aware of the sad state of affairs should first of all turn to God, seeking divine light, true wisdom, and strength of will. He ought to reflect on the matter in the presence of God and become so absorbed in it that it would fill his whole mind, will, and heart. Next, he himself must begin to lead a more perfect life, to observe the rules that have been neglected, to avoid the abuses that have crept into the community, in a word, to live according to the true spirit of the congregation and its constitutions. When he feels that he is truly trying to live and behave properly, then he can look around for a friend who would also be willing to direct his life according to the Spirit of God, who would consent to join him in working toward the same goal. The former should try to inspire his friend with a love for the same ideal, with similar insights into the situation, and with the same ardent desire to do the will of God in these circumstances. When they are both walking in the path of the Lord and seeking the will of God in all things, they can attempt to draw a third and fourth and yet more like-minded friends. In this way, a whole new movement will be created, which will gradually permeate the entire community with a new spirit. This should, of course, normally be done with the knowledge, blessing, and assistance of the superiors. The work of renewing all things in Christ can never begin by finding fault with and criticizing others, but by entering into oneself and examining one's own life and behavior, by denying oneself, and by seriously attempting with all one's strength to live a better life according to God's will. We ourselves must first walk in the ways of the Lord, and only then can we hope to influence others to follow our example. This method of seeking renewal, not only in religious communities, but also in other areas of life, may perhaps be effective in achieving the desired results. Blessed George here quotes Jesus during his farewell discourse before his death in the Gospel of John. Jesus is sanctifying himself through his death on the cross so that we may become holy in the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus tells us that the truth will set us free. In this short entry, Blessed George calls on the Marians to strive for holiness and to help others to grow in holiness as well. It is important to give a good witness to others and to draw them to follow God. God wants everyone to get to heaven. He doesn't want anyone to be lost. We are each called to do our part to help others to get there. We can pray, we can give good example, we can love, we can forgive, it all helps. In the next entry, Blessed George shares a beautiful idea on how to revive the spirit of a religious community which is in decline. This can work in families, at work, in groups, at all different types of uh, settings. He notes that finding fault and criticizing others uh, with all kinds of uh, and, and criticizing the circumstances, criticizing everything, doesn't lead to improvement. Pointing the finger at others doesn't lead to a solution. When there is a negative cloud hanging over everyone, people form into cliques, people talk against each other, all kinds of vices come in and bad habits can form. He suggests instead that change can begin with the decision of one person. That person should pray, ask God for light and strength, and when he or she has received the grace of God, He or she should strive to live a holy life, according to the rule. Step by step, others can be found to do the same. And this becomes a movement which will eventually positively influence others. It may take a while, but the grace of God will prevail in the end. Giving good example is very powerful. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org journal. That's thedivinemercy.org Journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world.